Hi, I'm Ken Kaplan. And I'm Phil Worthington. And this is You Heard It Here. Welcome to You Heard It Here on NTN Radio. Or in the studio, You Heard It Again. You Heard It Again. Or you actually didn't hear it here. <laughs> I was going to let the music play out for like two minutes because I forgot to set it to record the first time we went and did our first It segment. was some of the best stuff you'll never hear. You will never hear it, and we're not even going to try to recreate it no, because it be never works. never works. I will ask you, though, what you did this weekend. We can talk a little bit about that. I, I actually had a long list of things that I wanted to accomplish this weekend that I didn't get to accomplish because some jerk uh, t- pointed me to a television program that I binge-watched and did that uh, rather than actually did anything useful. Well, uh, let me apologize to the rest of the, to the listeners because they're going to think I'm a jerk, too, because I said, you need to check out The Man in the High Castle on... Netflix and it's actually on Amazon Prime. Right. It's all the same to me, you know. Yes. If it's on a computer, it's on Netflix. That's kind of the way I look at well, it. Well, I, I I figured out pretty quickly when I didn't find it on the search <laughs> in Netflix. Well, but see, we might have new listeners here, yeah. and you know I'm an idiot. <laughs> <laughs> they don't. They all, they yeah, obviously the last, they just got a the, chance to learn last week. I was gonna say the last fifteen minutes sort of proved that. <laughs> the last fifteen minutes did prove I'm an idiot, and they got to learn last week that I'm just an idiot and. Uh, don't 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 care about anybody but myself. Yeah, but when I didn't find it on uh, Netflix, I immediately consulted the Oracle, where I did find it. <laughs> yeah, where I also found it that it was the man in the High Castle, not the man <laughs> in High Castle. Yeah, I got a bunch of nasty, like nasty, like texts and stuff. Like I have Netflix, I can't find the show. Are you smoking crack? You know, like I, I was like, no, I can't figure out why you thought it was Netflix because every episode of the show starts up. It says it's an Amazon Prime video. That, again, that means nothing. If I watch it on my computer, it's Netflix. Okay, I'm sorry. Who I, I was pointing somebody to something that was on Hulu the other day, and I'm like, it's on Netflix. They're like, I don't think Netflix is the center of the universe. Uh, you know, I, what we didn't mention, and, or at least the Marvel universe, ma- and that's where I live. What we didn't mention in the first aborted segment <laughs> <laughs> was that. Um, I, I for, first thing I noticed about it, and if you, I'm sure everybody else notices too, because if you, especially if you binge watch it, and that is make sure you skip the first like 30 seconds of the show every week, because otherwise the music will make you want to go out and kill a Jew. <laughs> it kind of does, doesn't it? Yes. <laughs> like, like I was watching that, and I was like, I'm only an hour from Ken's house. I can kill him and come home. <laughs> yeah, I was gonna say I almost went over to my brother's house and took him out. <laughs> <You should've- laughs> One more time, I heard that Edelweiss song, and then, yeah. and then I was watch- binge watching, and my wife decided while I'm binge watching this <laughs> to watch the sound of music. <laughs> and what do I hear? Coming in through my headphones, which I have my headphones on, so I can I can watch uh, <laughs> the Man in the High Castle. I hear Edelweiss being so- sung by oh. people in the Sound of Music. Oh wow! Yeah, that's so, like a double whammy. I, I, I hear. I thought I was a bad person for playing the Panzer March song from <laughs> Rommel in it, during it, but uh, right. I, I guess I guess that actually see that just is proof your wife hates you. Yeah. I, <laughs> I didn't need proof. I I, I knew that. Uh, did did she like tap you on the earphones and say, "Hey, are you watching a how to video?" <laughs> yeah, right. 
So you just said, you're, you look like you're enjoying yourself over there. That's not porn, is it? <laughs> yeah. I said, no, I don't do that when you're in the room. <laughs> yeah, we're... <laughs> That's bad. That is. You know, I, I really like that show. It's it's kind of cool. It's a great show. Uh, um, it, It'll throw you a little bit in the beginning because... And I don't, I, I, actually, I can't say much without giving it away. So I don't, right. I, I don't want to spoil that, it for people. That's a hard time I had to, describing it to you. I was trying but to tell you'll, you. You'll, you'll find out pretty quick. The one, the one thing you'll find out immediately, this is, this is no big spoiler, is that the premise is that the Japanese and the Germans actually won World War II. And it takes place in 1962. And it takes place in 1962. And um, it, it's interesting, if you ever wondered, and there's been a couple... I don't remember if I seen if I had seen other shows where they ha- had the same, you know, precept that that the, did it Star or Trek stories. or something like that. Do I that? I believe Star Trek did do something. Star like Trek that. did something like yeah. where they came back and they were like, well, they went to another. I think another went, planet another that was planet controlled by Nazis. Where, exactly, because you know they have Germans on other planets. <laughs> I'm sure they do. Obviously, if Star Trek was there, and Captain Kirk like Bang Dang were brawn and stuff like yeah, that. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So, but anyway, um, uh, so that's all I'll tell you about it. But it's definitely worth a watch. And and the big news to me that came out on Friday was that they um, renewed it. Not Friday, yesterday. Actually. Yesterday, yes. Yesterday, after I had been wa- binge watched, they announced that it was they had been renewed for a, a second season. And. And perhaps beyond that, which is nice. So there was a show that I started watching. I caught the first couple episodes. I thought, all right, let me see where that goes. And I saved up a bunch of them, and I was getting ready to binge watch it over the holiday break uh, called Agent X. And Mm -hmm. it's, uh, what's her name? From Basic Instinct. Sharon Stone. Sharon Stone. Sharon Stone. uh, And, like, she's the vice president, uh, like a cheap Hillary knockoff. Mm-hmm. And uh, she's the vice president, and the vice president has their own agent who goes around and is above be- the law and stuff like that. Oh, you did tell me about this. Yeah. And uh, I was getting, re- you know, I was like, all right, I'm going to have to binge watch this over Christmas break and to f- read the announcement today. I, you know, I always check out those, like, renew it or cancel it.com right. or whatever it is like that. Mm-hmm. And it was like, Agent X, cancel. <laughs> I'm like, well, I guess I don't have to binge watch. Yeah, that's Who terrible. cares? Yeah, really. You know, that's always terrible. It's like, at least let the show end yeah. before you do that to me. Um, and I, I binge watched some Hunting Hitler, which I'm, mm-hmm. you know, we talked about with the first time that you'll never get to hear. I'm kind of convinced Hitler made it. Yeah, I'm, I'm, not, uh, I'm not convinced one way or the other yet, but I will say that we both kind of got spurred into doing this by somebody who said that they had given up on it. Yeah, somebody, and that just shows you the lack of taste that person has. <laughs> that's right. That's he right. Might, he's in the next room. He probably heard that. <laughs> that's right. Uh, so that would be kind of funny. Uh, and then but, I also mm-hmm. I also want to bring up my conspiracy theory again because this is You Heard It Here, right. and I definitely want this part to go out. Mm-hmm. In Hunting Hitler, mm-hmm. they have a U.S. Navy SEAL or U.S. Special, no, he's Special Forces. The other guy's a Navy SEAL. Yeah. And he was on the Bin Laden hunting team. Right. And three times in the show, he says when we when we caught Bin Laden. Right. He doesn't say when we killed him. Yeah. He says when we caught. So my conspiracy is they got Bin Laden somewhere locked in a little box. Or he's in Argentina looking for Hitler. It <laughs> could be. Um so I, I think I think there's uh I think there's that was the most interesting thing. I gotta I mean I'm totally convinced now that there the odds were good that Hitler made it out of there. You know. Uh, I th- I think I've seen enough to at least 
put a big question put mark. Put a big in my question head. mark. It's you know? not. It's not. It's not the stupid thing that I was expecting to see. Yeah, I kind of thought like, it was going to be stupid, like finding Bigfoot. Yeah, exactly. You know, I was kind of I, the per, the person who told us about the show. That was kind of what they kind of were saying. Mm-hmm. And you know, like the Oak Island, the treasure of Oak Island, which right. I totally believe there's no treasure at Oak Island. I would tend to agree with you. You know, too. and uh, and I and I love a good conspiracy. I love a good conspiracy. You know, I mean, I just. Told you people, I think, but Lon is alive, right. so you know I'm I'm screwed up, right? Uh, and I see I see what's going on with this show, and it's like they're actually doing like investigations and stuff like that, and mm-hmm. like turning up some stuff. They got a couple witnesses that say that like have legitimate. They're following. I think what's really cool about it, and I don't know if you've caught on to this, but they're kind of following the FBI files. Yes, and then they're. Then they're go and they're following the rumors and seeing where they're all meeting up and stuff. And I just think that's really cool. I mean, that's like hard yeah, work. I mean, the, the, the big problem that I know they've run into, and a lot of people who have actually investigated the past have run into, is the Russians. Because the Russians are the ones that were, the Russians were actually the ones that came to the bunker. Well, they, where well, Hitler the Russians gave them, I don't know if you're, oh, am I going to ruin it? I don't think I, so. I'm, I'm going to ruin it anyways because okay. it's still cool. The Russians gave him the skull that they claimed was Hitler's, right. and they yes, DNA tested it, and it's a chick. Yeah. And yeah. it's not von Braun. Yeah. And then they couldn't get DNA off of her relatives, and there is no Hitler DNA. Yeah. Um, yeah except it, for on Archer. It's very, yeah, that's right. <laughs> it's very suspicious, <laughs> but, you know, why? Do, it's I obvious think, that the Russians went have gone out of their way to be, let's just say, not totally above board with this whole with the investigation. You know, I don't know if the Russians are as big of a roadblock as I noticed when they get to Argentina and stuff, mm-hmm. and even Spain, there's a lot of people that won't talk on camera that are still scared for their lives kind of thing. Well, definitely in definitely in Argentina. And Brazil, too. Yeah. So, I, I mean, I think that, but the, the, if, if you have any kind of cover-up, it kind of all starts with the Russians. Well, you know, I mean, somebody has to cover up. Right. You know, you have to start somewhere. Mm-hmm. You can't just, like, jump out into this being like, oh, he's dead, you know, like we do with him in London. I mean, look, we got, I, I'm convinced we got to cover up work in there. Right. Uh, you know, hey, look at well, Saddam Hussein. I mean, they paraded that dude around for how long? Well, here's the other thing, too. Where is Hitler's body buried? Well, that's, well, they said that the Russians had the skull, that they took that all back. Yeah, they took the skull or the entire body. They had the skull, I know that. Yeah, I don't know. See, that's Ooh. the thing. They never talk about that, you know, and my guess would be if, the, and we already know for a fact that the Russians were the first ones there when the bodies uh-huh. came out. My guess is the, the Russians would have taken the body back. Yeah, to but I, I think, I think, I think for the world, it's, it's a better, and, and Russia and even, you know, Ru- Russia at the time, even for their people would have been better saying he's dead and, you know, we have the body. Because you don't want to think that that guy's still right, out there. Right, right. But the obvious thing to do would have been to put him on display. We've got the body. And yeah, and they display. never they, did that, they, but, you know. There's not a single photograph of Hitler's dead body. Right. I just don't believe that would happen. That's yeah. what makes the whole thing like, very suspicious. Because there were cameras and stuff and everything, you know, it's like, right. you know, there would be pictures of Jesus' dead body had there been cameras back then. Exactly. There's you no know? doubt about it. And nowadays, there'd be people taking selfies with it. Right. Because that's just the way we roll in America these days. Yeah, that comparison between Jesus and Hitler is provided by Phil Worthington. <laughs> oh, my God. I did do that, <laughs> didn't did. I? did, yes. <laughs> I totally missed. <laughs> <laughs>
<laughs> yeah, you know, I will tweet you from hell and tell you if it's as warm as everybody claims it will be, because I'm definitely on my way there quick. Uh, that was not what I was planning on talking about the first segment or the second first segment. Uh, but when we come back, I got a little stuff. I want to talk about the Miss Universe contest, which I never, ever thought in a million years I would actually say that yeah, in public. Uh, they're actually renaming it the non-Steve Harvey. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I watched this show yesterday just to see how it was. Well, actually, I was doing my laundry in the laundromat. That's what they had. And uh, it was just amazing. So I will be, uh, we will be back. I hear him going, I'll be back. Ken's going. We're back here on You Heard It Here on NTNRadio.com. Or you will hear it here. Or you will hear it here. Yeah. Or you heard it here. Or all, all that good yeah. stuff. Uh, you know, one thing, and, and I, I kind of Googled it during the break. Ken and I were talking a little bit more about that, uh, the Man in the High Castle TV show, uh, Amazon Prime show, I guess. I guess it's still a TV show. What do you call that? Um, yeah, I, it's not a movie. I mean, so. to me, it's a TV show, even right. though it's on the computer. Right. Just like all those Marvel, like Marvel has, Netflix did a great yeah. deal with that Marvel. Yeah, oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I mean, they're going to have all these things. But I think there's a little sci-fi twist, and I think that it might have to do with uh, the, what the Germans call Die Glock, uh, which was the song of the bell, which was this big... Uh, bell that they thought was going to be able to make them do time travel and stuff yeah so that'd be kind of cool if that's if they use that little ancient aliens technology to get to where they got to be uh so i I was just because i i googled it and while we were on the break i thought i'd bring that up i want to talk about the miss did you see clips from the miss universe contest i I did i did see clips (laughs) i'm I'm proud to say i did not actually watch it i did not watch it live all of a sudden twitter and everything started blowing up with stuff then i saw a post and it was steve harvey saying this year's 2015 moto gp champion valentino rossi and i was dying uh that's an inside joke that's an inside (laughs) joke but that was hysterical uh so and that's what made me like whoa whoa, what's going on and i like turned on the news and it was just a nightmare oh yeah i mean if you didn't see i heard i heard it on the news if you didn't see steve harvey announced the runner-up as the winner yeah and then they took the crown away yep and then he misspelled the philippines in his apologies tweet yeah uh he gave it to miss columbia and then turn around a couple minutes later, they took the thing, the crown offer, and gave it to Miss. Yeah, I Philippines. don't. I don't understand. You know, Steve Harvey has been relevant in seven or eight years. Did I he do it on per- conspiracy? Phil, theory, yeah. Phil. He did it on purpose to make himself relevant. Uh, maybe, but my guess is we won't be seeing much more of him. Well, you know, his. I got to imagine his TV show. The next, I, I watched it Monday. You did. I mean, I I watched it because I was at the laundry mat, and that's what women <laughs> would do laundry. Never mind. Shut up. <laughs> Shut up. Um, he he was apologize. Did he do? You know, is it is he above doing a stunt? I mean, um, he said, "I'm sorry." I I don't think so. I think you give him. If I mean, if he did it intentionally, he I you giving him credit for being smarter than I think that he is. I think that he just screwed up. Yeah, and um. Right off the bat, I, now here's what I didn't see. I saw that he announced the winner, but 
he he did not announce the first runner up. Well, he did. The first runner up was Miss America, was Miss United States. I thought it was Miss Columbia. No, Miss. No, Columbia. I mean, second runner up was Miss United States. Second runner, right? Up. And then he read on his thing, and he said, and then the winner is. Right, he skipped over the first runner-up. Right, runner right. Up. he skipped over the first runner-up, and which, I think that's where should have been Miss Columbia. Yeah, and, and then, I think and that's Ms. where he Ms. screwed Philippines up. Philippines won the whole thing, and he announces that Miss Columbia is the winner. Yeah. So, so, and he said he just read the card wrong. Okay, yeah. that's what he he claims. Okay, but that translates into um, dumb. It's kind of like uh, he didn't do that, and you didn't start the recorder. So, <laughs> <laughs> Wait, you know, and I just had to look to make sure it was going. Oh, you are you are a bad man. I'm a bad person. A bad person. But as you know, I I don't think so. I think he just screwed up, and I don't think he'll be doing that show anymore. Oh, I can't imagine help. No, there's no way. I can't imagine they'll ask him to host anything. No, and, and I think that's what he was trying to do was to get into hosting. And, and now I got to say something. I was watching the news thing. It got kind of cut off afterwards. Did they actually put the sash, the the I guess scepter or whatever it is, and the crown on Miss Phil, on Philippines? Because it looked like she's just walking out on the stage afterwards, you know, like taking the applause of the crowd without all that stuff. Did they? Well, they they they, they literally stripped it off. They put the crown. Yeah. Gave her the flowers. I don't know if they did the sash. I, okay. I'm assuming they did. Okay. I think they were trying to like cover up the embarrassment, like like hand, taking the crown and handing the thing, but now taking the sash off and all, giving her the sash. What a nightmare! It, it, it's like they were playing. You know what? It's like that. Donald Trump used to own that. Yeah. And, well, and, did you see what he said? <laughs> He's like, when I owned it and I sold it for a lot of money. It's yeah, like, so, yeah, but it, I mean, it's like they're playing. Right up to him, right? Yeah. He's like, this never would have happened if I saw And that's exactly that. what he goes, that would have never happened. B.S. If you th- <laughs> it, because you know what? When is the last time anybody talked about the Miss Universe contest? Uh, yeah. 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 It's been so irrelevant. Right. So irrelevant in the last 20 years. Well, haven't all those big pageants like Miss America and all Right. That? When does anybody talk Miss about Miss USA? Them? They and still have those people? I never quite people? understood why there was a Miss America I could Miss USA. I couldn't name... The last Miss America I could name was Wendy Williams. Well, here's the cool and thing. And her big fake boobies. Yeah, here's the cool thing. In a week, no one will know about the Miss Universe contest either. Uh, no, that. Uh, I'm sorry. That's going to be the all-time biggest blooper. Well, Epic it, fail. It, it might be, but people will just... It, it'll get it'll blow over, and I'm sure it'll show up again in the future at some point, but the fact of the matter is no one will think of the Miss Universe contest in a week. It'll just go away again. Well, it's no, always, but it still shows up on a no. It will reel. stay around because, and it'll be in everybody's minds because of memes, well, memes, yeah, because of memes, right? I mean, oh my god, the ones going out there are hysterical. Oh yeah, it's like that. Like I saw one. It says Steve Harvey. And he says, and I'm proud to announce here today that the Dallas Cowboys made the playoffs. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Everybody's. I think. I think. Five years ago, maybe six years ago, you're right. It would have faded into nothingness. Mm. Memes and Twitter will keep the, and Instagram will keep that yeah, around I, for I, decades. Uh, well, it'll sh- it'll show up back up from time to time, but I think it'll be off people's minds pretty quick. I mean, I just quickly scrolled down my Facebook. There's four four memes of Steve Harvey. Uh, yeah, well, right now it's fresh. Yeah, you, uh, I said wait a couple weeks. I, we will do we will do the couple weeks checks. Yeah. I just that to me could be the biggest screw up I've ever seen on live TV. Um, yeah. I, yeah, I guess on live TV, except probably, I, maybe Janet Jackson's wardrobe. Uh, well, I was thinking, and this is funny to me because I'm a New York Giants fan. 
but when Tiki Barber started hosting a like Today New York or whatever it was on NBC, and the the next year the Giants went and won the Super Bowl, and one of the co-hosts was like, "Oh, you know, and the Giants are getting their their rings, and you know how heavy they are, right, Tiki?" And he was like, uh, <laughs> "Oops," <laughs> and he called it a c word. <laughs> yeah, really. Yeah. And I was like, "Whoa!" I thought that was good, but Steve Harvey, that was just. An epic, epic fail. Uh, it, I agree. I, I um, agree. But again, it's an epic, epic fail on something that most people don't really care about. Yeah. Well, that's the only thing that saved them is, is that's not important. It's not an important show. Yeah, but I don't think anybody cares about Steve Harvey either. I, so. I saw a tweet that said they should have had Bill Cosby hosted if they wanted a comedian. Uh, <laughs> I thought that was like wow. Well, you know, he's suing that. That he's suing the girls that are like suing him for that. For defamation of character. Yeah. Claims he's losing a TV show. They were supposed to star in this new TV show, and now he's going to lose millions of dollars. And he's suing the ones that like brought the case against him. Well, good luck. Good yeah. luck with that. Good luck. But you know what? Is there really any? Yeah. I mean, well, do I think that. he did it? Probably. Is there going to be any evidence to say he I, did I it? just, Ooh. no, there isn't. And that's the problem. When you sue somebody for defamation of character, they have to prove what they claim. Oh, no, no. He, yeah, right. They're yeah. going to have to prove what they claim. Right. and they're not going to be able to. And they're not going to be able to. I, right. I, I don't know whether he... Lo- he I don't bro- think that helps him, though, to win. Uh, if if he can turn around and walk out and say... I mean, he's, what, 300 years old, so it's not like right. he's And he doesn't need the money. That's the other thing. He doesn't need the money. Um, But if they can turn around and walk out of there, if he can walk out of there and say, see, that never happened, they couldn't prove any of it. That's, that means, or he looks like a bigger dirt, I don't think dirt it, bag. I think he ends up looking like a bigger dirt bag than that. <laughs> Um, so I, I just think that he there's there's no this is a non-win situation for Bill Cosby. Yeah, and he probably it probably could end to stop that years ago by just. Well, my, I mean, my, I can't it, believe Bill Cosby needed a roof for your chick. Well, to get it, if Bill Cosby really felt that way, the obvious thing would have been when the first when the first claim against him came out, he should have came out publicly on TV and said, "I categorically deny it." He just went hiding, and more and more of them came out. Years it, old. I don't care. He could have come out. For, look, he's going to do a TV program, right? You just said yeah. that. So he should have come out publicly and said, this didn't happen. It's an absolute lie. Yeah. And he didn't. He never did that. He never did. That, never or he should have went to Oprah and cried. Yeah. Because if you go on Oprah and cry, the, America will forgive you of anything. Hitler, if Hitler's alive, <laughs> he could go on Oprah and cry and everybody would be like, oh, he's such a nice man. He's just misunderstood. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I'm probably after this show. I'm probably actually going to need to go on Oprah yeah, and cry because there's just been so many things that I've said that are completely wrong today. Uh, Ken, I'm going to fade us out to an early break because everything else I want to talk about is going to take a little bit too much time. Okay, uh, I just got to find the music and get that stuff going. Uh, when we get back, what are you thinking about bringing on the agenda for us? Actually, I'm going to talk about our good friends over in the Yuk. That, that's, that's right. In the United Kingdom, in there, where apparently the people over there are will believe anything. So I, if I decide to do anything illegal, I'm going over to Great Britain to do it. Because they'll believe anything because, illegal? I, I, no, because I can make an excuse. They'll buy any excuse I give. In fact, I'm going to do a story which has got an excuse on it I think I might have actually used before. <laughs> that's awesome. I can't wait to hear it.
back to You Heard It Here on NTNRadio.com. And while you're there, check out some of the other shows on there. You might actually catch a, a few syllables spoken uh, intelligibly by Phil. <laughs> not likely. <laughs> There's not that many shows there. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. So as I mentioned before we went to break, uh, I got a story about the people over in the United Kingdom who uh, apparently will believe almost anything that somebody says. That's pretty awesome. Yeah. Uh, that's just why I'm going over there because nobody believes anything I say over here. So I'm heading over. <laughs> that <there>. is actually <laughs> true. That's true. So um, these people are amazingly gullible. Uh, so gullible so that they found a millionaire businessman not guilty of rape after claiming he accidentally penetrated an 18-year-old when he tripped and fell. <laughs> Who hasn't made that excuse? Did, did, what, what was that movie with George Clooney and Jennifer Lawrence where he was the escape prison? I don't know. Evan Rames? I don't know. All right, you keep talking. Let me find that okay. out. Okay. Uh, Eshan Abdul Aziz, 46 years old, was initially accused of forcing himself on the 18-year-old as she slept on a couch at his London flat after a night of drinking. Oh. <sighs> The Saudi property developer said he had already had sex with a young woman's 24-year-old friend, and it's possible his penis may have been poking out of his underwear when he tripped. <laughs> it happens all Surprise, the time, Bill. Sex. It happens all the time. <laughs> wow. Yeah. Uh, the Mir reported the group had met at an exclusive West End club last year when he entertained them before offering them a lift home. The 18-year-old claims that after a number of drinks at Abdulaziz's North London home, she went to sleep on the couch and woke up to find him on top of her, forcing himself on her. Was he trying to get up and his hands kept slipping out? <laughs> yeah, right. I mean, what else is next? Quote uh, from the prosecutor, she woke up with the defendant kissing her and his penis inside her vagina. I mean, if you slip... And 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 achieve penetration by accident. You are obligated to kiss to say you're I'm sorry. sorry. Yeah, like that's like Pepe Le Pew style. <laughs> so yes, exactly. So the uh, uh, victim, wow. as it were, woke up and proclaimed, "What are you doing?" And he said, "It's fine," indicating that her friend was asleep. <laughs> it's okay if I trip. If your friend's asleep, whoopsie. She tried to awaken her friend, but when she couldn't, she ran out of the flat as quickly as she could. Abdulaziz said he had accidentally fallen on the teenager and that she tried to seduce him, and that was how his DNA got into her vagina. I mean, doesn't that happen like on a daily basis here in the U.S.? <laughs> Happens in the studio all the time. <laughs> I, the wow. The movie I was thinking was out of sight. Now, get this. The guy's 46-year-old, and he said, quote, I'm fragile. Well, I, I'm getting old, I, I and I'm got, fragile, too. He says, I fell down, but nothing ever happened between me and this girl. Nothing ever happened. <laughs> but surprise, butt sex. It's a, <laughs> I think it's completely understandable. I've used the same excuse three or four times. Completely wow. possible. My wives have never believed me, but, you know, what the hell? It's worth a shot, right? <laughs> uh, he, he, <laughs> wow. Yeah. And they bought it. And they bought it. He also told the court it was possible he had semen on his hands after having sex with the young woman's friend. This guy had all bases covered. The jury did not have to think very long, and they acquitted Abdul Aziz after just 30 minutes of deliberations. Payoff, maybe? Uh, that's what I'm wondering, because my last thought was the jurors will probably be getting an ice Christmas gift from Abdul Aziz. They better be, 
A Ramadan <laughs> gift or Don't something? you think it's got to be a payoff? How do you believe such a far-fetched story and, and deliberate less than 30 minutes? Or, or, or my God, they have the dumb... Is jury duty mandatory there like it is here? I don't know, but I assume so. Maybe they maybe they pulled out of like maybe 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 you can still get out of jury duty there like they're making it harder here, and maybe they pulled out of like a disabled learning class. <laughs> I, I'm, I, I it just wow. blew me away to see that. I, I what wait. happened? Oh, I tri- in that movie Out of Sight, so, the guy the guy you're talking about he's in prison. Uh, I don't remember who the bad guy was, and he's like. He says to this rich guy who's trying to survive in prison, he's like, yeah, he goes, accidents kind of happen. He goes, like, he goes, you might trip. He goes, I might, he goes, you might trip and fall down on my, on my junk. <laughs> he doesn't say junk, but it's just, right. you know, it was like, oh, hey, that's kind of like what happened. Wow. Uh, I got another story I want to do. Um, sometimes after facing a true life challenge, nobody seems to appreciate the ordeal you've been through. And so was the case with Salvador Alvarenga, I assume that's how he's pronounced. Alvarenga was a castaway who survived 15 months at sea and is now being sued for $1 million by the friend of his dead, the family of his dead friend who was on the boat with him. The suit claims that Alvarez stayed alive by eating their relative. I saw this. I thought it was a hoax. Is this (laughs) true? This is a true story. Uh, Salvador Alvarenga washed ashore in January of last year on Pacific's, Pacific's Marshall Islands after spending 438 days adrift. He had drifted 6,700 miles from the coast of Mexico where the boat and, the, and his crewmate, Ezequiel Cordoba, who was 22, still tender, I might add, were, <laughs> were, were sailing. <laughs> a young and tender 22. That's right. Uh, we're sailing in a cripple and crippled by a storm. Alvarenga of El Salvador later told, uh, told how he stayed alive by drinking urine and turtle blood and eating fish and birds he caught by hand. Uh, the tuna fisherman described how, after his best friend starved to death early on, he left the rotting body at the, bo- the boat's bow for six days for company. And my first thought I wonder if he called him Wilson. <laughs> Wilson! <laughs> <laughs> Uh, but the family of Mr. Cordoba are now demanding one million compensation after claiming he was the victim of cannibalism. That's some expensive meat, a million dollars for. You know. I guess I guess humans more than porterhouse steak. Yeah, I think that's true. He wow. might have been like prime. Uh, Alvarenga's lawyer Richard uh, Cusalon denied the castaway had eaten his shipmate, but insisted instead that he threw the body into the water. This this is a guy that was drinking urine, eating blood, right, and uh, and uh, catching birds and eating them raw. But no, he, he he threw the body over overboard. He probably said, "What was he?" He probably said, "Cordoba, Cordoba, are you awake?" <laughs> nah, <laughs> snack time. <laughs> um, he also the lawyer pointed out that the lawsuit was launched just days after a long-awaited book came out about Alvarenga's ordeal had been published. The lawyer claims the demand is part of the pressure from his crewmate's family to divide the proceeds of royalties from the sale of the book. Does he say in the book he ate the guy? No, he doesn't. I mean, it's pretty hard It's pretty hard to make that claim. What did you do? All right, I'm going to sail around with a rotting body. Obviously not. I'm a, I'm a Viking funeral, that bad boy. Yeah, exactly. You know, I'm going to dump it overseas. Yeah, right. Um... 
And if you did eat it, I, I, would there be DNA maybe? Not 488 days later. No, there wouldn't. I mean, you'd have pooped him out. Pooped, I was going to say, he pooped old Cordoba out probably pretty quick. Yeah. So. I don't know. What's, what's the, how, how do they prove that? I don't think they can prove it. It's just an accusation. I mean, unless he came back with like toothpicks or something made of his buddy. Or, <laughs> wow. Yeah, that's a that's a thought. I mean, who even think like okay, <laughs> the necklace I'm, of his teeth give it away. <laughs> if I'm stuck out there at the sea, yeah, and I die, and there's somebody else on the boat, and that dude eats me to stay alive, yeah, I'm kind of okay with that. Yeah, you might be, but if the family wants a million bucks, yeah, my family, my family would be like, oh man, you're gonna, you ain't gonna poop right again, you know, <laughs> or something right. like that. But I, I just wow, I how do you? How do you sue somebody you think? I I mean, if they said, well, if I, he said in this book, I killed him and ate him, yeah, I'm with him. Right. How, how, well, not only that, it's just their accusation. They have nothing to base it on. Wow. Uh, I mean, it's, it's not like he tripped and fell on him. That's right. Yeah. That's right. I tripped. I had my mouth open. I tripped, I tripped and, fell and, and took a bite out of his <laughs> cheek. Well, I was licking him because. Because uh, yeah, he looked tasty. Uh, the lawyer said, many believe the book is making my client a rich man, but he will earn much less than people think. Uh, at the time, Alvarenga was working in a fishing village on the Pacific coast of Mexico's southern Chiapas state when the two men took out on a small fishing boat to catch tuna. The craft disappeared during bad weather on the 17th of November in 2012, and no trace of them or the vessel was found during an intense two-week search because they were looking on the wrong side of the Pacific. Right. Uh, he then washed up on the remote Pacific Atoll of Ebon in the Marshall Islands nearly a year and a half later. After tests, doctors declared him in good physical health and well-fed, evidently. <laughs> how do you, I mean, that's amazing that you... How do you live 488 days? You know, I just watched a movie, a World War II movie, I want to say Against the Sun, about, um, yeah, that's the name of it. It was about these guys on a bombing raid and their plane crashed, you know, American soldiers, mm -hmm. and it was them surviving, and they were in a life raft, and, you know, they were surviving, and they, I think it was like 30 days, yeah, and they made it to shore, but one of the guys died. I think only two of them survived or something. Did they eat him? No, you know, they didn't. And, oh. and it was like, you know, they tried to catch fish. They tried to do this. They were drinking their own pee. You know, water mm -hmm. comes. Right. But a year? But they also, like, floated <laughs> around and figured... Eventually, the currents kind of took them towards some islands, but a year... I mean, a year and a half. year and a half floating around on a boat and you never All saw All the way an from island? the west coast of Mexico to the Marshall Islands on the opposite side of the Pacific. 6,700 miles all the way across the Pacific. So they he was at they were at Dead Sea for most of the time. Wow. There was nothing for them. I mean, there was no islands for them to drift onto. Wow. Because they must have got caught up in a current that took the boat due yeah, west. Wow. So, That's scary. Yeah. Anyway, Alvarez only has uh had a minor, minor spinal injury and will only need physical therapy and perhaps a vegan diet. Um <laughs> <laughs> it's a barbecue sauce. <laughs> That's right, barbecue sauce. Uh, uh, he later said that he came close to giving up hope of being rescued after several large ships came near the small fishing boat, but none tried to rescue him. Alvaringa said, quote, I always had faith in God that I was going to live asking him every day, every night. Please, and then he belched, Please provide right? me another guy. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Alvarenga said he became so hungry he began to grab jellyfish from the water, scooping them up with his hands and swallowing them whole. Because there's nothing to make crewmates more palatable than a nice coating of jelly. 
Well, I was just gonna say, if you go, if you're a deep sea fisherman, obviously, two things you need to keep on the boat are like salt and barbecue sauce. That's right. Exactly. I, I mean, that's the point. You should be thinking about that, just in case. You know, I used to trade favors. You know, like I used to go to the races with a bunch of guys who were like in a power rescue unit based out of near my hometown. Mm-hmm. They were, you know, and I'd like pay for the food and I'd do this and they'd all be like, oh, what do you want a response? I was like, just your cell phone number. They're like, why? You're going to like call me all the time? I was like, if I call you, that's, it just could be the one. I'm floating in the sea. <laughs> Come find me. That's yeah. your job. Yeah, really. Other than that, I could care less, you know. <laughs> yeah, I, I don't know. I mean, I totally believe that he probably ate the guy. I mean, I absolutely have no problem. Well, if he left that. the body there for six days, by then it's probably getting kind of rank. Yeah, but the guy didn't die immediately. Uh, so I imagine by the time the guy died, he was already pretty hungry. I am sure at that point it was like like the fires and yeah. I think that probably he probably well. I don't even know. Did not even mention whether he had a knife or anything to slice pieces off, or he had to just bite through? <sighs> yeah, I guess if you dragged the guy in the water, the salt would cut. Kind of, you know. Well, if you dragged him in the water, with the salt wouldn't preserve him, would he? Because it wouldn't. It's not like you're going to pickle him. No, salt's not that. I mean, salt water's not that high in salt content. No, but I wonder if you could dry it out somehow. I mean, how do you make that last? I mean, all right, how do you, he's, he's Argentine. It's a whole other story. How do you keep a dead body fresh? <laughs> well, well, he's Argentinian, right? Arge, Arge, Mexican. Oh, Mexican. I'm yeah. sorry. Yeah. So he, he's Mexican. So you figure he's probably not a big guy. So you probably no, only got probably. like a couple days worth of eating. Yeah, and the longer you have them on the boat, the less there's going to be right. left to eat. Right, so you, you got to, you got to, we got to come up with like a guide to like preserving people in salt water. Yeah, it's got to be a way to do that. There, there should be. It's cold enough. I wonder if you sunk well, them down he, with he, a rope. He, and plastic. Here's the part of the story that brings the. I would you see. This, here, this, this is just me. Yeah, and and this is why I will be in hell, <laughs> uh, no matter what good things I do, right? Is I don't know if I would have ate the guy. Like if we were out on a boat. Yeah. And you die, and we're being floating around. Mm-hmm. I'm probably not going to eat you because the last thing, because this could be some parts like, all right, oh man, I'm near the armpit. Oh man, yeah. I'm near the, oh, hey, hey, woo, right. hey, no. Yeah. Right. But I would use your body as bait to catch a fish. Uh, that's a good point if you have a hooker in to catch fish with. That's the other yeah, thing. Well, I mean, he he said he was catching turtles. Uh, he ate turtle blood, but the tur- you know, turtles. You know, the guy had, I'm sure the guy, unless they were fishing naked. Mm-hmm. I'm sure that there was string there, right? Weren't they fishermen that got lost? Well, that's a good point. That's right. Right? So they're that's fishermen. The, yeah, they had tackle to catch tuna. They had tackle they're... and stuff to catch tuna. That's what so you why said. Would, yeah, you should have been able to catch tuna. You should have been able to catch fish well, the whole time. Yeah, he caught some, And you he used the buddy as, right. And you why used the buddy. Use, that's, I, yeah. I, think, I think the truth of the matter is, is the guy who, got, quote, got eaten was banging a guy's wife. They went out fishing. He killed him and thought the best thing I could do is just go hang out on this island in the Pacific and not shave and then show up a couple, uh, 18 months later and say I was lost <laughs> at sea. I'm a, a hero and he's gone. It's well, a perfect I, murder. I actually think it more plausible that we're going to go out fishing together and he falls overboard in bad weather and drowns. That takes care of him because it, there was bad weather there and unfortunately the bad weather carried the boat further out to sea and he never made it back. I mean, they missed Hawaii. I mean, that's like the only place you have yeah, to stop. That's it. That's all there is. Wow. Yeah. So, yeah, they miss, they missed Hawaii. Oopsie. So, but I can completely believe this. I think that most people, when it came down to it, survival, you know, instinct kicks in, and you'd eat whatever's available. 
Yeah, I'm pretty. Minus finicky. a few choice parts, you probably leave out. <laughs> yeah, I'd be like, I'm like, oh, can't catch a big fish with that one. <laughs> yeah, I'm thinking the hard. I I think eating it raw would be the tough part. I mean, you know, yeah. you you know, if you, if you cook something, it doesn't taste like what you think you're eating. But if you bite into an arm and you start chewing on it, see this. The family should try and trick them. They should be like, they should be like, yeah, I heard, uh, I heard, uh, arm tastes just like pigeon. <laughs> and if he says, no, 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 it tastes like cow, you got them, or it's there. juicy like a steak. There you go. You know, maybe they need to like try and trip them up. Right. Well, so. anyway. Uh, I got another story, but it's a long story, so I don't want to get into it right now. Yeah, then why don't we take a break, so we'll and take... we'll get out of here for a few minutes. And when we come back, Phil, are you going to talk to us about something? No, I'm going to keep my mouth shut and just watch everybody panic that we're not saying anything. It's like <laughs> silence on radio. Yeah, uh, I got a couple things I want to talk about. Um, I like, I'm like i a big sci-fi person. I don't know if you've caught that, but I want to talk a little bit about the the historic space X. Launch and recovery, I pretty, guess. Pretty, imp- pretty impressive. Pretty impressive. Although Jeff Bezos doesn't agree with it. Yeah, and I also want to talk about how somebody's mom killed Santa. Okay. All right, we'll be back. We're back here on You Heard It Here on NTNRadio.com. Um, I was something I was going to throw in there, but I don't remember what it was. I had it all worked out in my head, and it just didn't work. Oh, and I turned the music down too fast. <laughs> <laughs> I'm the worst person alive right now. You know, uh, I'm a, I want to talk Santa Claus first. This is Christmas week, whether you're listening to it or not. And... I found a story, and then it was actually on one of the local radio stations on my way in. They were calling, and I didn't really, I didn't really call in or anything like that. And on my way in, it was a story about a Santa Fe. I'm sorry, no, not a Santa Fe, a Santa field trip, a Santa Fe, a Santa <laughs> field trip canceled in San Jose. See how I get all yeah, confused? It's very by confu- that? It is confusing. It's very confusing. Where a mom. A- is accused of waging war on Christmas is the title of an article on a NBC Bay Area. And the gist of it is, is this Jewish lady, this, class, this school every year takes her kids to the local coffee shop where Santa is, and they write letters to Santa, and they get to sit on his lap and tell him what they want. And, and these then, are the high school students, right? Yes, obviously these are high school students. <laughs> They're like kindergarten, first grade kids, you know, right. elementary school. It's much more easy if Santa falls down, though, with their yeah. teenagers. Um, <laughs> well, at least I won't be alone in hell. <laughs> That's right. Uh, so they did this. A Jewish mother who won't, who doesn't even have the balls to say her last name, Talia, who is also a California teacher, or certified California teacher, whether she's a teacher or not, who knows? Which already means she's a liberal. Yes. So she, her, she's Jewish and said she didn't want her kid to have to be subjected to, like, the reindeer. She said it's a whole thing. Good, keep they home, wrote keep, keep letters home. during the week, and they did this. Yeah, keep and them they home did that the, day. Right. Like, keep her home that day. Do yeah. something else. Right. Say, hey, you know, go, but don't sun on his lap. Drink, you, the, well, drink you, the hot chocolate. Don't you? Parents have to sign off for field trips anyways, right? Right. Don't, don't sign don't, off. Don't sign off. 
Right, exactly. Right, right. But she said it was like a whole week. It was five days worth of Christmas stuff being forced down her kid's face. Okay. I'm not Jewish. Ken, you're Jewish. I'm Jewish. I grew but, up in I grew up in an area where I was one of the very few Jews around there, and I right. I sang Christmas carols right. in elementary school. Yeah, my exactly. parents never said anything about it. They didn't care. Yeah, and it, my parents were liberals. Yes, and they still didn't care because you know what? Back then, back then we didn't get offended by that because we just knew that's the way the world was. You didn't let it offend you. It didn't offend me. For me to sit there and sing Silent Night didn't bother me one bit. Didn't make any sense to you, but didn't. But no, I, I did. I knew the story. I probably right. knew it better than most of my Christian probably friends. Probably did. Right, and it didn't bother me one bit. It was just like I was probably glad to be included. So here's what I would like somebody yeah. to do, and there's got to be somebody out there that could do that. Mm-hmm. I want them to check her credit cards to see if she bought anything on Black Friday. Oh, yeah. I, no uh, doubt she did. No doubt, yeah. No doubt she went and cashed in on all those Christmas sales. Mm-hmm. But, oh, no, 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 no. Can't be celebrating it. But you, you went out and cashed in on all that Christmas sales. You're buying stuff left and right right now. Uh, yeah, that's that's just mm-hmm. what I'm saying. You got to catch these people because they do that. Like, I think if I was the school district, right, I would just say, here's video footage of you at Walmart on Black Friday <laughs> buying a TV. Shut up. <laughs> right. You know, that's what I'd be yeah. looking for. I'd be looking for the evidence to tell that lady I, where to stick I, it. Well, my, and I think that's what we need to do. I, I think you need to fix her ass and tell her, fine, you're Jewish. You should be at work on Christmas Day. No winter break for I you. Don't, I don't think you need to do any of that. All you got to do is say... The system already has protections in there. If you don't want your daughter to be involved in all these religious things in there, you know what? Take her out of school for those days. I'm so sick and tired of people telling me the because Constitution Because that wasn't what it was about. That wasn't what it was about. This right. was about someone who wanted to point to something and just, you know, this is a victim this, status, right? right this, I'm going to be a victim. Right. This is somebody who said, I want to wage war on these people. Yes, exactly. You know, here's, here's what I've always said. Mm-hmm. I've always said... If, you know, because all these people come up to me all the time. Oh, it says separation of church and state in the Constitution. No, Number one, it does, does not. It doesn't say anything close to that. It does not say anything related that, to that. That, that, was a, that, that actually, that term was created back in the 40s yes. by a liberal. But here's what I would say. Mm-hmm. You want to get rid of all that argument? Force courts to be open on Christmas Day. Judges will change their mind on all those rulings real quick. Yep. They don't want to work. No. They don't want to force some lawyers. You think a lawyer is going to sit there and say, oh, hey, you're going to force me to work on a day that I had off? Mm-hmm. No, not happening, buddy. Not happening. Right. So I, I just I just saw that story. It kind of aggravated me. But I, I was going to call into that other show, and I said, when I, then they started talking about it, I was like, I was going to call and cuss them out for stealing my idea for a topic. <laughs> uh, but I well, was also— I just Without mentioning the show, what was their feeling about it? They were like the same thing you were, like it was being, you know, um, it was somebody looking for something to complain about yeah, and stuff like that. I mean, I was going to call it and say, hey, somebody, and that was my whole th- thought when I saw this is, I guarantee the lady spent money on Black Friday. Wait, right, off the, right off the bat, when you told me that she was a teacher, that was, had was a credentialed teacher in California, I knew right from the beginning then, that's fine. That meant she was a politically correct nag who was looking for something that she could go out and just whine to the community about. I love that you called her a nag. That was pretty funny. Yeah. Uh, my other topic is, while I'm, 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 I probably head conspiracy guy here at the network. I totally. <laughs> Phil lives in a conspiracy. I do. Yeah. Uh, I think the network's a conspiracy. <laughs> right. <laughs> uh, I'm totally a big sci-fi person. That's why the man in high castle is intrigued. Yeah. It would be good without the sci-fi. Yes, it would be stuff. I, I don't know. I'm hoping that doesn't ruin it, but. 
I love sci-fi. I watched The 100. I watched Defiance. I watched uh, Dark Matter. I'll, I'll, I watch... be, I'll be okay with the sci-fi edge of it as long as uh, Abraham Lincoln doesn't come back to fight the Nazis. Right. You right? know, right. It's, as long as it's believable sci-fi. Right. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Hashtag believable sci-fi. Yeah, that's right. L- that's l- like the possibility that the Nazis are destroyed by a Sharknado. <laughs> <You're> right. <laughs> right. Yeah. Something I believe in. Yes. Yeah, um, you know, those big storms and stuff like that. Uh, SpaceX, who who pretty much I didn't think was coming back after like six years ago. Like what? about six years ago, they had failed on a couple things and all, oh, they were having oh, a they've, miserable they've, they've had a string of failures going up to as recently as this past April. Yeah, and I thought I thought the writing was on the wall and the party hmm. was over for him. I kind of did. And I, I, that I, crushed me. I didn't because I knew where the money was coming from. Yeah, but even money eventually uh, says you know, your failure. $17 billion from NASA will keep you afloat pretty good. That's probably true. Yeah. Uh, but, you know, sometimes when you have so many failures, they kind of they kind of say, oh, we got to find somebody more competent. Yeah, but you're, you're, they're, their, main, their main customer is NASA. NASA's paying them to develop the technology, and NASA's paying them to actually deliver the payloads. Or, or, or other vendors are. Or <coughs> other vendors are. Okay. So I thought I thought they were going to go the way of the dodo and <laughs> stuff like that and right. be gone, but apparently Monday night they nailed it. They nailed it. Absolutely nailed they it. They nailed it. They're they, fa- they nailed it by doing something they had never done before. Right. Their Falcon Nine rocket soared into space, separated the second stage, and then made a guided flight back to a well, landing it, site. It separated the second stage and delivered 11 satellites into low Earth orbit, too. Okay, and delivered which, the which satellites. Which was the whole point of the launch. Which, if I was the guy that... It's actually a, another another network, like a DISH network thing. It wasn't DISH, but I right. can't remember the name of it. Um, um, whatever. Abacom or something like that. Whatever. But it, what the whole point was, would you let somebody who keeps crashing there take your 11 satellites into orbit? Well, you know, it's like, oh yeah, with a big. If they were like policy. Dish or some of these other things, I probably would because they just print money. Well, maybe you know they control the internet. Ma- they maybe, control but television. they 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 did that. They successfully lo- uh, placed all eleven satellites in low Earth orbit, and then landed this thing on ground on firm on ground, ground, which they've never even attempted before. They've never attempted it before. They kept trying to land on boats that were out in the bay. Yeah, nobody wants to uh, land on boats. No, because they move around. That's I know they're, they're not safe. Right, not. boats are bad. But, but they've had. They, they've <laughs> Hence, had, the guy who had to eat his buddy. The, the last couple of SpaceX things I followed. One of them, the engine literally died on the thing. Another one, the fins that have to guide it for reentry. Mm-hmm. The fins didn't function, and now they're landing at, at Cape Canaveral on hard ground. I'm thinking, yeah, this is just can't work out well. Orbcom was the communication. Orbcom, yeah, I was close. What you I? were very close. Yeah, uh, but this is to me, this is huge. You know, I mean, mm-hmm. now you got the private industry. If they can repeat it, if they can repeat, uh, but sometimes all it takes is learning how to do it. It, it could be, and maybe they know now that you don't land on boats. You don't land on boats. Mm-hmm. You don't pee into the wind. Right. You know, stuff but now, like that. See, now they're guaranteed because you know the the whole point of 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 all this was not only commercialization of space was was really intended to be. They're going to deliver payloads to the space station, right? And they've not been able to consistently show that they can. And we've been sending it up that. with the commies, right? Now they're going to be able to do that. Yeah. And 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 that, but would you, as one of the astronauts on there who's dependent on the Russians to bring you back to Earth, would you ride back in this thing to Earth? That's a tough question. Yeah, I'm. I'm like, if I got to spend some time on a space station, I don't know if I would be all that upset if I died on the way back because I'd be like, that was the coolest thing ever. I'm never going to do anything to type top it. 
You know what I mean? It's kind of hard. Uh, yeah. Uh, being the first be, being the first man to land on a vertical uh, launch pad from uh, space when someone who's only done it once. Yeah, I think that's uh that's pretty ballsy. <laughs> yeah, you know. And America's full of ballsy people. I mean, how about the guy that I can't think of his name, the real man man who jumped out in like 1958 out of that, out of that uh, hot air balloon that was 11,000, I mean, 111,000 feet up. Right. You know, I mean, there's some really tough, badass people, and nobody blame, nobody remembers, we all remember the Space Shuttle Challenger. Who remembers the people in the last Space Shuttle? Nobody. No. You know, well, if, and here's if, the other if something thing. doesn't happen, you got to be the first in something. First to blow up, first to land, first in something. But here's, remember. Here, here's the other thing to think about this, okay? It's, this is big. It's historical that, that this, this was done for the U.S., but the Russians have been landing people back on dry land for decades. We've, we've done it. When, when have we done it? With space, like space shuttles? shuttles? Yeah. yeah, but that's not a vertical landing. Okay, but I'm just saying, I'm just saying, you know, nobody remembers. We, we don't have a space shuttle anymore. Obama killed that. Yeah. Good job, Obama. Yeah. Good job. Yeah. Uh you know, I just I just think it's pretty cool. I think it's that's something I'm a sci fi guy. That that, that I, I think happy. it's really cool and I'm hoping that we see this as a regular it's a, re- a regular and then, thing. And then on to Mars. Yeah, that's a bigger challenge. Did you see so because of all the space stuff and there was some other stuff, did you see the guy who wants to nuke Mars to make an atmosphere around it? No, but I'm totally in favor of it. <laughs> Let's nuke Mars. I don't even know the story. I don't even know the science behind it, and I still vote so for it. So his science is, is Mars is cold, and it needs it needs global warming to warm up so we can have life. That's his science. Hmm. So let's strap nuclear bombs. And his thought was, we ain't going to be able to live there for 20 years anyways. Yeah. Well, you know, we're supposed to land a guy on Mars in 2020. Do you see us getting anywhere close? That's about to be 2016. You have to leave already. Yeah, he should I have been on the way. I know. Um, unless they're doing something up there in the skies that we don't know about. They you know, have like, to be because it's about to be 2016, and I haven't seen much discussion about us going to Mars in a while. We haven't even nuked it yet, so we got to get that nuke on the way. <laughs> That's it's right. It's going to take two years for the nuke to get there. That's a good point. Um, six months, right? Is that what it takes, six months? No, I think it takes longer than that. I want to think you're closer with two years. Probably. And Mars is such a tiny little planet. How do we even know how many nukes it will take to do that? And what happens if we, like, well, nuke gotta, part you, of it and it explodes into well, two things, gonna... comes crashing back into the U.S. and destroys us? Well, you know. That's my biggest Lesson concern. learned, all I can say. <laughs> yeah, right. Be like, oh, hey, screwed that up. You know, I'd prefer there be an escape colony on the moon before we move to Mars. Well, I wouldn't. I would not nuke the moon. I wouldn't either. No, I wouldn't. I wouldn't nuke the moon. Yeah, we need the moon. Uh, but I, I, I'm totally I totally nuke Venus. Uh, yeah, but why? Why not? <laughs> well, that's a good point. But I, I, it's like everything else. You know, if if you're gonna nuke Mars, I think you you go you go big. You know, you launch like you know most of them. Yeah, and send them over there because I don't think you can thaw out Mars with just. Uh, 40 or 50 you need probably at least 80 <laughs> nukes you know here was my thought he's like because it'll bring it'll bring atmosphere and all this kind of stuff it's like no well i mean they they think there is frozen water below the surface of mars right that would probably do. that would probably do it if you uh but evaporated nukes aren't water. like aren't nukes aren't like ground penetrating they could be if you attached a nuke to like e- the elon Moab. musk was the guy who wants to nuke mars okay well elon musk you know is the guy that uh 
He's the guy that's SpaceX. Yeah, no, I know. And Tesla. And Tesla. Yeah, he's like, we need to we need to nuke Mars. If Elon Musk says we should do it, I'm on. I'm on board totally. Really? Yeah. What's he gonna do? They, I love I just saw an article because I was Googling who it was, I couldn't remember his name, where they're comparing him to a James Bond villain. I I want him to nuke Mars just for that. Uh but yeah, he he, he announced it on the late show with uh, some bum. Um, <laughs> that he wants to, that it's the most rapid way to induce climate change. How about instead of nuking it, we just send like uh, Suburban there because that's what I'm told. <laughs> yeah, I, right. a suburban and some cows. Yeah, well, you know, I don't know if we have enough time for this, but I actually heard something today that, you know, NASA has come out and said that that they actually, in areas that have the heaviest pollution from uh, carbon uh, production things, actually have had the, the most reduction in temperature. Oh, so if you go look, if you go look, well, that at, actually makes sense. Yes, of course it does, because pollution in the air actually blocks some of the uh, the light rays from coming through. And right, you get, that actually makes sense. Right, like, and, and, like when the when the volcano uh, Krakatoa went up, it caused a little ice age. Right, right. that makes sense. Yep. Putting the particles. Yep, in. exactly. You know this other stuff about oh hey, it's not um, it's not. Part of it, it doesn't make sense. You know what right, I mean? Like, right. oh, it's going to warm up. No, that doesn't make sense. So they, NASA actually looked at it and actually said that man-made climate change is actually man-made global cooling. That's what I would believe. Yeah. You know, if somebody came up and said, we're cooling the earth, I would believe that more than I believe that we're warming the earth. Right, right. Everybody just blamed to say, oh, with hydrocarbons going up there or causing a greenhouse effect and all and that. And what happens when the how ice caps start- How about the umbrella effect? That's, right. That's How about a, when the ice cap starts growing? Then what are we going to do? Then we're screwed. We're we're screwed because right. you know what? You can't stop a glacier. No, you can't. You can't. Water. And you can build a wall. Warm things back up. You know what we're going to be doing? We're right. Discover that. Suddenly, we're all going to be trying to. We're going to making the cows fart nonstop. Yeah. We're going. Well, no. We're going to have to kill off. A, right. This nuclear winter was not nuclear summer. I said that to right. somebody not too long ago. They're like, right. it'll be like a nuclear winter. And I was like, you notice you didn't say nuclear summer? That's right. Because when you nuke the whole planet, it doesn't get warmer. Right. Once you send up a lot of the, uh, send up a lot of dust into the atmosphere and things like that, you right. block out particles to hook onto the, yeah, you know, the, the stuff flying around. Yeah, they, 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 Wi-Fi. It's all bad. It's all bad. <laughs> it is all bad. Uh, so, so let's nuke Mars. I'm, I'm, I'm totally in favor of you it. You are now? Right. Well, we're not using the nukes anyways. And we're not using Mars. Right. I mean, literally, there's nothing there. I mean, there's a couple cool... Ca- there's a big canyon. There's that guy's face. Mm-hmm. There's, It'd be uh, a lot cooler if they had, like, you know, that was they had, like, grassy fields and stuff, right? Yeah, like that, what, that movie Red Martin. Nuke them and follow it with a ship full of grass seed. That's even a better idea. Self-watering grass like seed. Like a grass seed bomb. Like a grass seed bomb. Well, let's just see if it works. Yeah, why not? I, you know, I'm okay with nuking other things in the solar system, too. Yeah. You know, like, why not nuke one of the moons around Jupiter or Saturn? Just to see what happens. Just to see what happens. Mm-hmm. Who cares? Yeah, right. You know, they're like, what if there's life there? Well, what if there ain't? Yeah. I'd rather, listen, if there's life there, they should know we should evolve quicker. Because yeah, they life. got blown up. Yeah, so, that's right. If there's life there, they should have let us know they're there so we didn't nuke them. That's right. Or else they we're going to nuke you. That's right. So, I guess this is the end of the show. That's what the music means. And the music did come up. Yay. Yeah. So, there's only like four mistakes today. We're getting better. Hey, we're getting better. We are Next getting week, better. We'll have it down to three. Next week, we'll sound like a probable actual real maybe show. No, I don't. Let's not. I let's doubt. not yeah, let's not. No, I'm not going to build your hopes up. Right. 
This has been You Heard It Here on NTNRadio.com. We'll be back next week, probably same bat time, same bat channel. Probably not.